Dick Toledo here, and I want to say thanks for downloading, streaming, and sharing everything from our Morning Sickness podcasting page. Today's podcasting content is being brought to you by Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Visit them in Scottsdale off the 101 in Indian School or online at chapmandodge.com. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. And right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more. Rock Wars, the wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Uh, this is, you're going to like this one, Brett. This is, uh, this is for Bert. All right. Uh, uh, Jaton says, I had nothing against uh, Eric. Uh, he was funny sometimes. I'm an Irish dwarf alcoholic, so I related to him a lot. Uh, that being said, there is so much more laughter between you all with Bert replacing him. It's uh, fun listening and laughing with you guys. I'm enjoying the new dynamic of Bert. There you go, Bert. Oh, nice job, kid. Well done. All right. I don't want to read all the ones that come through about you. <laughs> and you start getting that big Italian head. Not worth head. that. Yeah. Oh, come on Eesh. now. Yeah, next thing you know, you're walking around going, capiche. You know, and you're not <laughs> calling shots around here. Uh, and then, of course, all the emails that I got uh, Saturday afternoon. And, and just so you know, I don't check my emails at home at all. So I get here and I'm backlogged and all that stuff i answer all my own emails brady you know i get on that email box and i answer all my own email me and paula up all night ten thousand a day tell you what buddy (laughs) tell you answer those emails every every time i can buddy i'm a douchebag (laughs) uh so uh so i'm getting a ton of the ones about sean connery for some reason and like you said the weird thing when connery died they turned to daryl hammond because he did Connery on Saturday Night Live. Yep. And uh, that is a strange thing when you do an impression of someone. And I've experienced it a couple of times when people – and you had it with Chris Farley when people were upset for you that Chris Farley passed away. I worked with Brady. And when Farley died, people were like, man, I'm sorry, bro. Why? Cause your, they, cause your gig a, is up. Your showstopper. Because every few seconds, Brady would walk through the building and go, let's talk a little bit about some sales. Like, no, Brady, that's enough. <laughs> So when he died, they're like, oh, you're done, buddy. It's over. And Brady was crying. He was upset. This is going to be a I, tough I milked month. It. I milked yeah. it for what it was worth. I don't live in a van anymore. I'm dead in a van by the river. So, uh, uh, yeah, Connery died. With donuts. People were uh, emailing me going, yeah, that's tough, man. I'm like, Connery's 90 years old, for God's sakes. He should have died years ago. I'm glad he's, you know, had and a According nice, to his wife, he, he got his final sick. wish. What's that? Which to pass away in my sleep. Oh, he I died in his sleep? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's his, uh, his son. Like, who's I just like, didn't want a painful death. And right. Just, uh. Well, he's been living in the Bahamas, like, in bad health for a while. And then I saw an article that said it was COVID. Of course it was. Well, I, everything well, is. So what? You're 90. The cold's going to get you. You can't count that one as COVID. And if anything, you're and, and they're trying to push it like the great Sean Connery dies from COVID. What a tragedy. And I'm like, hold on a second. 
Uh, and it was all an internet hoax. It was a yeah. rumor. But it was for people trying to push the agenda that it's just so out of control it's killing our celebrities. But they're 90. If you're trying to swing people off the fence that are like it's a hoax or it doesn't – it's just old people – Saying Sean Connery's ninety-year-old bones died of COVID is not going to make people go, "Oh, now I need to take this seriously." It's going to actually make you take my mask off and go, "They're the only ones at risk." I'm, I'm kind His, of bummed uh, wife about said it. it was oh, pretty bad. The dementia in the final yeah. years. Oh, he didn't like have for, last five six years. He yeah. wasn't home. Evidently, I mean, I'm bummed about it. Sean Connery dies, but Timothy Dalton is still around. <laughs> I mean, he, he wrecked James Bond. You got terrible. Uh, Him and Pierce. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan had bad scripts. Yeah, he did. He was a good Bond with bad scripts. He could have been somewhere between Connery and Roger Moore because he had both the looks and kind of the toughness. The the swag, yeah. But the scripts for his Bond movies were so bad. Extra campy. That one that ends with Denise Richards and her name was something Christmas. Christmas. And and he humps her and he looks at her and a da-da-da-da. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Ba-da-da! I'm like this isn't this is a bad Austin Powers. George Lazenby is still alive, so there's he, yeah. four Bonds. He's the Australian Bond. Yep. Daniel Craig, uh, again, if it weren't for them getting just too busy with it, the uh, the one in Monte Carlo, I can't remember the name of it. Casino Royale. The Quantum of Solace. Or just oh, Quantum of Solace sucked. No, and that's I, the bad one. Yeah. What's the was it Casino Royale was the good one? You're right. Yeah. That was the first one. With him. Yeah, because he's right. Is that the rope to the nuts? Yep. Yes. yes. That's a phenomenal. Great scene. I like that Bond movie. Most of the rest of them are just campy until you go back to the Connery ones. I like them all, but yeah, they're Casino all. Royale gets like a little bit at the end where they're the, it the gets, building it, is sinking. Yeah, it has the a little Dalton. Yeah. I was. Yeah, I checked out the Dalton. Yeah. Just, but I mean, I go, I watch them all. I sleep. I mean, the Roger if Moore the new ones one are comes bad. Out, I'm watching. Oh, there! I, I love the like Roger Moore one. I think I was ten when when For Your Eyes Only came out. That was my first Bond movie. You that was my first Bond right, movie. Yeah. You were eight. You were ten. Of course you remember those as good. There's nudity. You don't understand international Gadgets. espionage. Yep. You're just seeing some dude ski and for skiing, 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Skiing while being shot Moonraker, at. Moonraker, when he goes around in that 7G Moonraker was thing. bad. And Jaws shows up. Yeah. And yeah. When his, you're a kid, they're great. As his an ski adult. is a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. Always fighting. They never swim. <laughs> but I believe we're done here, love. But he fit the, he fit those stories. Roger yeah. Moore. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were they There's were written great, for him. A great Roger. And we're talking about uh, Connery dying, and Roger Moore is the star. Yeah. But <laughs> Ian uh, used to tell the story that he went to a thing, and he knew a guy. Uh, evidently, uh, Roger Moore used to do a one man oh, yeah. speaking tour about the Bond stuff, and kind of like what William Shatner would do. So he went on this thing, but he never remembered any of his own stories. So when he'd get lost. Ian's friend sat at the end of the in the stage in the orchestra pit, and Roger Moore would be like, "And then I remember once we were on the uh, set, and uh, Daisy." When he said Daisy, that means I don't know what I'm talking about. Reset me, and the guy in the pit would go like, "You're telling a story about the time the escape pole went in that kid's stomach, and I was in the ski lodge, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and it was a real bond moment, and um." Daisy. <laughs> and the crowd's watching us like, what in the world? And he'd do these weird pauses after he said Daisy. And evidently it would happen like six times a show. Daisy. You were in the Moonraker thing and you thought it was real for a second. And then uh, they told they let you off the hook, but they had to do a bunch of makeup to make it look like your face pulled up. Oh, yes. So I'm in the Moonraker outfit. And, of course, I'm in the G machine. And they told me it was going to be real. And 
Daisy. <laughs> you forgot that it wasn't real, and they had to do the makeup for your face. Oh, yes, and the makeup lasted forever. So he's talking to the guy in the orchestra pit, and the crowd's like, what is going on with Roger Moore? He's lost his mind. Daisy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Sean Connery, uh, the very first time I ever got into trouble in radio was because of Sean Connery. I didn't realize you could get into trouble doing what we did. It was at The Zone at the old station. It was my first month and a half on the morning show. Connery's birthday. And uh, I said, let's call Sean Connery because that was an impression that people, for whatever reason, just took to. So I did it all the time on that show. And, uh, and we called Sean Connery as Sean Connery. And then I played Sean Connery on the other line, like I do in here when I hit this button. Like, when you do the thing, it sounds like a phone. So I was like, hello, Sean. How are you? It's me. Who is this? It's you, Sean. Sean Connery. How did you get my number? So it goes back and forth, and then I started to say uh, things. Uh, but it wasn't the real Sean Connery. I'd be like, so, what time are we getting up to beat our wife today? I'm telling you right now, I'll call the authorities to keep this up. I think five across the face to start her day is a good idea, don't you? And so we go on. The National Enquirer thinks it's real. They call me later in the day, and I'm 25 years old, no idea how radio works. <laughs> and they're like, did you run a thing with Sean Connery this morning? I'm like, I certainly did. Did you really call him? I most certainly did. And you were doing an impression of him to him? Uh-huh. And you talked about abusing women? We sure did. They go and print the story. And that's Holmberg with an H, yeah. by the way. <laughs> that's right. It's H-O-L-M-B-E-R-G. Very proud of it. And, uh, and so uh, they, the- they start to run the story. My boss goes, did you tell the National Enquirer that story was real, that you really had him on? I'm like, yeah, it was great. They're going to run a story about it. And he goes, we can't do that. We'll get sued. I'm like, why? And he goes, because you told them a fake – you lied to them and then confirmed it. I'm like, it's the Inquirer. Yeah. And they're like, they, we don't care. So the whole company gets involved. I have to do this big apology to the National Enquirer. They have to stop the print, which costs like a billion dollars. Oh, man. And they're freaking – a whole co- uh, company is freaking out. Turns out Sean never even knew about it. <laughs> And I'm sitting there thinking I'm going to get sued by him. Here's Sean Connery's great moment with Barbara Walters. In the interview in which you said, it's not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No. Not at all. You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. You I don't think, think it's bad? Must, I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. What would merit it? Well, if you have tried everything else, and women are pretty good at this, that they can't leave it alone. Yeah? They don't they want to have the, the, the last word, and you give them the last word, but they're not happy with the last word. They want to say it again and, and get into a really provocative situation. Then I think it's absolutely right. What would... <laughs> Slapping a bitch isn't so bad every once in a while when they just won't be quiet, Barbara. And you're doing it now. I look Absolutely at his delivery right. when he's doing that. I'm like, I'm, I'm out on the limb he's here thinking already. About it. Now I gotta. Well, the worst it. case scenario, I'll just beat the living sh- Barbara Walters. <laughs> Sean, no. Well, I have to now. She's gotten lippy. <laughs> she can't. yeah, won't really, let the last one go. Well, now, didn't I just tell you? I give you the last word, and you, you, you pushed it one step too far. So I have to give you a good smack. 
somehow or another survives that in 87 and still cool as can be. Yes, I used to hit a woman. I'm from a different time. And the reason he, the reason he gave was, you give them the last word, we're good, and then they repeat it. And that's enough of that. Is that the old joke? You shouldn't have to say it twice or right. something. <laughs> well, that's that's the Italian. That's that's you. That's your live, laugh, love. You guys have those things all over your house. I don't need I mean, to no. tell you twice. It's written in cursive. <laughs> you get that at Ross. Italian Ross has that. Live, laugh, dance like nobody's watching. Where's the Italian ones that say well, you shouldn't have had to hear that two times? Where's the where's the gabagool? How I about tried. a dirt nap? But of course we all know, Brady, that smacking a woman is wrong in almost all other circumstances. Just when they're talking. The Connery rule. The Connery rule. Uh, a woman speaking uh, occasionally gets a whacking of melon. That's fine by me. A head slap, as it were, will stop both a man and a woman if you hit him in the ear hole. <laughs> That's Deacon Jones. That was her next interview. Yeah, she went back through to back. abusive men at the top. Of, Movie star. Yeah, the most influential abusive men of day 1987. She got a lot of nerve asking him that. You can tell he, you tell he got pissed. Oh, yeah. Ah, You're going to wow. go there? Oh, good. Uh, an uppity woman is asking me about whether or not I should hit one. I'll show her. But 90 years old. And you know what, you know what it made me say when my friend said it? Connery's dead. And I'm like, yeah. And he said... Uh, and I'm like, that's crazy. And he, and of course, Colin's very funny. So he said, "Well, you only live twice." Or you only, well, yeah, yeah, something like that. And I started laughing. I'm like, "Yeah, we could go through all the movies." I said, "But the thing that bothers me most is Clint Eastwood's on deck. Jack Nicholson's on deck. We're gonna start losing some yeah. big yeah. names here soon because they're all around that same age. Ninety. Sean Connery was ninety. But uh, yeah, so he'll be missed. But I had nothing to do with it. Much like Brady wasn't really Chris Farley." <laughs> The people who like the Sean Connery impression. I don't understand turning to crazy Daryl Hammond going, what do you think? What's and then they wanted him to do, do the skit. impression. Do the bit. Get I know. a skit on SNL this week. They asked him to do that this week? Yeah, they're Did like, he? oh, bring him. No. He's like, no, I'm not going to. He's just the announcer on SNL now. He hates me too. Crazy. I don't think he'll remember. I think he'll love you again. You think so? Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about doing, Brady? Uh, <clears throat> voting again. I'm going to vote again. Do I voted it. Friday. It took me here, again. It's a popular I st- thing. Stood in line for one minute on Friday. I think I'm going to vote again because when I came home, I realized that the ballots they mailed me are still in my house. I'm going to. I'm going to do it. I'm going in again. Did you guys vote with a pen? I did. Uh, How does the computer a, read that? With a marker. I, I didn't have a marker. I didn't get the lines this time. I had a bubble ink. A pen. Really? Yeah. I had, like the, a, like I had the this, bubble thing. Like this, like a bit. Yeah, I didn't have the lines, but I used a... Bingo dauber. Kind of like a, a... You got a dauber? I used oh, a I fine a sharpie. I would have liked that. Yeah, that's usually what a they fine give point you. sharpie. And mine was just a pen, and it wasn't working all that great. So I'm going to vote again. I think you can do that. Yeah, the old lady's not going to know. I don't think I did it right the first time, Gladys. Yeah, I got okay. ballots all over. And by the way, uh, old Jer came into this uh, room after I banned him yesterday for... Twisting uh, nipples during the Steelers-Ravens game because he just doesn't understand. And he does understand fandom. Oh, he does. He gets it. He so does. he did it on purpose. And he twisted my nipples yesterday. So he goes, Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. And I'm like, all right, you just take tomorrow off. You're banned from the studio for Monday. That's it. So he came in and sat on the couch. And I'm like, oh, no, no. You're banned. And I, and I said, you go stand in the hallway. You're allowed in the hallway. You can look in through the door. And he goes, well, I'll just go home. And we're like, no, not that. <laughs> well, he threw that threat on you. Yeah, I know. That was a... 
And as he turned, Jeremy was banned. Yeah. Go yeah. Ravens! And then he says, yeah. "Go Ravens." That's is that that's another a, day? Yeah, that's a second day ban. I laughed at that. That, that was, was pretty ballsy. Funny. I got to give yeah. him a little bit for ballsy, yeah. but especially because he said it walking away, which is so. Is that ballsy? cowardly ballsy? With the yeah. Judd Nelson fist in the air, <laughs> he threw his fist in the air. <laughs> Don't you forget <laughs> about me, Ravens? <laughs> Seven and zero, oh, baby. San Dimas High School rules. Ba- wrong movie. <laughs> Not even close. You know what? You're banned. Too. <laughs> <laughs> you don't just shout out your first thought. <laughs> That's what Connery did the last year. Shandimish <laughs> right. football rules. Oh, Dad, are you all right? Don't you forget about me. Oh, he's doing Breakfast Club and Bill and Ted's. Come with me, Genghis Khan. We have to talk to Molly Ringworld. What? Fruit, dude. <laughs> Molly Ringworm is here, and I'm with Genghis Khan. Dad's re- recreating 80s movies. <laughs> Isn't she pretty and pink? <laughs> I love Molly Ringworm so much. Uh, anyway, so there you go. Sean Chinaman's three sheets to the wind. <laughs> Do you yeah. mind if I borrow your underpants for 10 minutes? <laughs> I'm kind of the king of the dips. <laughs> you don't mind if I borrow your underpants for 10 minutes? <laughs> Ah, yes. Molly Ringworld's underpants. <laughs> I never want to get her name right ever in my life. It's Ringworm. Uh, anyway, Sean Connery, American treasure who's not American and lived in the Bahamas. Donald Trump's tweet was pretty great, too. Losing him was lo- is losing a legend. He helped me get my golf courses built in Scotland when there was trouble. Right. It turned oh, into me. all about how Sean Connery gave him so much clout. Unbelievable. Got a golf course built because, you know what? He gets things done. And I do too. I get things done. People say, oh, you're going to get things done? I say, get things done. And Sean Connery was one of those guys. He was just like me. Vote Trump. I'm great. Bye. Got it done with his bare hands. Yeah, he built it with his bare hands. He went out there and he planted the grass. Very Scottish. Unbelievable. Had his own Scots fertilizer all the time. (laughs) Yeah. So, Sean Connery. Tip of the cap to the old Connery. As he passes away. We got the Guadalupe replay coming up in moments. It's 98 KUPD. Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it. You know, some people say the only thing better than something big is saving big on that something big. It's Dick Toledo, and what's the one thing nearly everyone wants or needs to go anywhere or to help you to get stuff done? A truck. Check that. A big truck. Right now at Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can save big during Ram Power Days on every new Ram truck. So see the big savings for yourself and visit them at the Scottsdale Auto Show off the 101 and Indian School Road or simply do it all online at ChapmanDodge.com. Chapman Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get more.